Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So this is just terrific. Yesterday, a boatload of sources and insiders reached out to me and said, Dan, Dan, you nailed it. You nailed it. That arrest of the FBI agent for alleged corruption with foreign governments and taking uh, money and stuff like that, right? What did I tell you? That the Hunter Biden connection, the connection to Hunter Biden was likely a mistake, that they probably went after this guy because they were going after Trump. Someone tied it all together for me. I got that. Got a lot of, a lot of other news, too. I didn't get to yesterday. I was thinking of um, K, Kayfabe, I think is how you say. You know Kayfabe? You know what that is, Guy? You know, like the, Joe, remember the World Wrestling uh, oh, yeah. WWE thing? They, yeah. You know, it's things you pretend are real that are really fake. I was thinking of that this morning. I got to thinking about the Democrats. <laughs> Tony, yeah, no, no, stay. This is good. I, I think you're going to like this. So welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Today's show brought to you by a new sponsor, our friends at Windshield. Wow, listen, I live down here in Florida. It rains all the time. Your windshields get really dirty and it gets hot. So you're breathing all over your windshields and you can't see anything. So we you know what the problem is. Cleaning the inside of the windshield is a real pain in the butt. You're like sitting there trying to get the angle. You can't get it right. So we have this new product here, Windshield Wow from Wow Auto Parts. It's fantastic. They sent me one. I loved it. I said, sure, happy to uh, happy to take you guys on as a sponsor. They're terrific. It's appropriately named because I said, wow, the first time I used it, the Windshield Wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. It uses two magnetic cleaning paddles, super strong. I'll tell you, they're super strong, one on the outside and one on the inside. It cleans both sides of the windshield from the outside and the inside. All you do is push around the outside paddle. The inside follows and cleans the inside automatically. It's the cleanest my windshield's been in a long time. You need it down here. No more struggling to clean the inside. The windshield wow applies a firm cleaning pressure for you and is super thin to get in those tight dash areas. I like my windshields clean. Haze and film builds up. It gets dangerous. Windshield wow, especially with the glare, is the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. Paula and I were impressed. We got one for her, too. Go to windshieldwow.com to get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use code Bongino at checkout for a special discount. It's B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Windshield Wow, for being our newest sponsor. Product's amazing. Check it out. All right, Joseph, let's go, daddy No binders or fillers. None needed. We didn't waste any time yesterday. That show went bananas. Uh, I saw, thank you for every to everyone out there. Yeah. Who spread it around social media and like Reddit type forums? They said, you got to listen to the show. You know, did, we nailed them. Well, we nailed them. I, again, I don't think a damn thing is going to happen, especially with Merrick Garland running the DOJ. But at least we can impose a political penalty, right? By exposing these people. I mean, I'm just going to give up. There's nothing they hate more than being humiliated in the public space and getting busted. So uh, I got a big bingo ruski yesterday. Someone sent a big bingo, daddy o. Said, listen, Dan. They said, I'm hearing that the FBI was using Deripaska, the Russian oligarch, that the FBI agent who was arrested the other day is accused of dealing with, just so we're resetting this story here, because we tell the story, not a story. They're hearing that the FBI was working with Deripaska, which we've known for a while, in order to nail Trump to the wall. Because Deripaska had a relationship with Trump's campaign manager, Manafort. I'm going to spend a ton of time on this. I want to relitigate yesterday's show. But what wound up happening? Well, other people started saying, hey, um, you guys are working with this Deripaska, a Russian guy to nail Trump. Others involved with Deripaska's lobbying efforts. Deripaska has been trying to get sanctions on him dropped for a long time. Get a load of this, guys. Apparently, other people who had been working with Deripaska said, listen, uh, you keep using this guy. We're going to go public about our dealings with him, too. And by the way, did you hear about this FBI guy working with him? And they were like, oh, oh, oh. They're like, Joe, Joe earplugs. Ear, what, what, old school Vince Vaughn earmuffs. We don't need to hear that. No, no, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you about his dealings with this FBI guy. And uh, it's OK if you don't listen and take it. If you do the earmuffs, because we'll just tell the media. As I said, as I says, hat tip Grandma Eileen, they were going after Trump and it turned into a case about the FBI, the media and Hunter Biden. So we're going to walk through this here in the beginning of the show, how the media, the swamp rodents, the swamp rodents and the FBI conspire with people like Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and corrupt politicians 
to sell access to enemies of the United States, foreign countries, while selling you out. So let's talk about that, shall we? I want to go back to yesterday's indictment of this FBI agent, Charles McGonagall, yesterday. And I want you again to look at count 36. It's important. Apparently, McGonagall, you note, November of 2017, pushed the Department of Justice to investigate some guy who was lobbying on behalf of this Albanian. Well, that's interesting. So FBI guy is saying, and by the way, this is while he's an FBI guy, which I, mis- I mistakenly thought he'd left yesterday. While he's in the FBI, this guy McGonagall. Again, allegations, but right there laid out for you. Apparently, he's pushing the DOJ. Hey, you should investigate this Albanian guy. And Joe, just coincidentally, as if by chance, the Albanian guy that the FBI guy is pushing to investigate is a political enemy of the guy, the FBI guy, is friends with in Albania, the prime minister. I'm I'm sure it's just by chance. Yeah, it's weird. All right, Dan, you told us that. Yeah, it's so weird, right? So, I mean. Yeah. So here's where the story gets really interesting, and it shows you how our kiss-ass, suck-ass media losers are destroying the country and, as I said, are working with swamp rats to bury and burn this place to the ground and sell you out. Joe, wouldn't it be crazy if the Albanian that the allegedly corrupt FBI guy was pushing to have investigated that the American lobbyists working for the Albanian, wouldn't it be really nuts if it was a Trump-affiliated guy? Oh, wacko. And then they leaked it to one of the key players in the media in the PP tape Russia hoax? That would be bananas. Yeah. And I just had one this morning. Oh, look at this. Hat tip, my good friend, at Climate Audit on Twitter, Stephen McIntyre, for this gem. Look at this Mother Jones speech. You got to look at this, man. I know you're in the middle of your yoga routine, but you got to look at this. This is just... That you're look okay. You can see he's doing like downward dog or whatever. Mother Jones, March of 2018. David Corn, remember David Corn? Oh yeah, one of the lead PP hoaxers. Yeah, you remember him, right, Joe? David Corn, one of the dumbest guys. This guy will fall for any trick, right? David Corn. Well, here's where the story gets nuts. It appears the FBI, after they went and investigated this Albanian political opponent of this FBI guy, right? Of this FBI guy's buddy. They leak it to David Korn, who paints it as a Russia story and attacks Trump. <laughs> this, is, this is... Joe, you have to whistle, man. Come on. Oh! Get through, uh, under the hood for review, man. Uh-uh. We got to review the play. This is... <laughs> 15 yards. Yeah! Media stupidity. Repeat first down. These people are tools. Do you understand the media, given literal constitutional protections, which I would defend at the expense of my own life. We can't have a country without a free media. But that gives them the freedom to be stupid. Do you have to take them up on the opportunity media people every single time? You understand that they are nothing more than deep state tools This whole holding government accountable, they are government and corrupt government. Here, look at this piece. Hilarious. David Korn, March 2018. How a Russia-linked shell company hired an ex-Trump aide to boost Albania's right-wing party in D.C. This is the same guy they're talking about in the indictment. Talking about this guy, Nick Musin, a campaign aide to Trump. The bottom line, it appears Russia-related entities secretly meddled in the U.S. in order to meddle in an election in Albania. Yes, just the wrong ones. It was the Deripaska-connected FBI guy working against Trump. <laughs> then he says, then no, note the shot to Trump in here, David Korn. David Korn, the biggest deep state goon. Everyone should go to Twitter today and respectfully, respectfully, Without, you know, anything crazy, just highlight what a deep state tool this guy is. Notice the shot of Trump show, make Albania great again. Yeah. So just to be clear, in case you're missing any of this, about the media, swamp, FBI, Biden, corrupt politician, symbiote here, how they all work together to F you over big time. Corn will write anything. Any idiot feeds him. Any idiot. 
because he's the single dumbest you have seen in the media as long as he thinks he can paint it as an anti-Trump narrative. Even when the story is coming from an FBI guy working with an actual Russian <laughs> to advance foreign political narratives in the United States while accepting taxpayer money and getting their political enemies investigated. <laughs> Here's David Korn, by the way. Same dipwad loser. October 31st, 2016. Oh, right before the election. A veteran spy is giving the FBI information, alleging a Russia operation to cultivate Trump. This colossal, I'm sorry, guys, you have to buzz that. This dip is one of the dumbest human beings on planet Earth. Do you understand? They know how stupid this guy is. David Korn. I met this guy once at the RNC. A, a moron of the highest. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I really don't even think this guy's as malicious. I think he's just genuinely stupid combined with being a liberal. You feed him anything. And he's like a, <laughs> sucking it down as long as he thinks he can write for Mother Jones and anti-Trumpies, even though he's doing the work of an FBI agent alleged to be working with foreign governments to infiltrate the United States with political narratives bought and paid for. What a moron. So now we know that this FBI guy, according to the uh, indictment, was pushing, was pushing to advance a political narrative for the Albanian prime minister. Folks, there are a lot of uncomfortable questions. And yesterday I had some... Uh, communications, let's say, with some friends of mine, the FBI and elsewhere, when former friends of mine, I mean, uh, former FBI agents who were friends of mine. And one of the things they brought up that they find so disturbing about this story, about this FBI guy, who while he was in the FBI, is alleged to have been pushing for people to have been investigated, was the opponent of this Albanian, right? Prime Minister. One of the most disturbing parts of the story is, does that have anything to do with the drug trafficking going on in our southern border and the Biden administration apparently not willing to do much about it at all? Folks, I'm just going to go back to this piece we covered yesterday by Tom Rogan in the Washington Examiner. This is from September of 2022. It's from a little while ago. People all over the government were really confused about why Biden's doing nothing about this Albanian prime minister alleged to be working with this FBI guy who I'm telling you is connected to Hunter. They're connected. Here, the Albanian prime minister appears to be involved in a narco-trafficking conspiracy involving the Sinaloa cartel, one of the same cartels trafficking fentanyl across our southern border. They are responsible for the largest share of narcotics smuggled into the U.S. Rogan notes, for whatever reason, the Biden administration doesn't appear terribly bothered by this. Is that because people in our government are being paid off by the Albanians? To make people turn the other cheek? Kind of a fair question, no? Where's David Korn on that? The, 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 David Korn, the answer is he has his lips surgically attached to the ass of his liberal masters while he's being dog-walked around on a leash. Pretty important question. You know, just a thought, guys. Someone in a press conference in the media doing actual media stuff should probably ask uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, Hey, you know, uh, Biden hasn't done much about narco trafficking in Albania and these alleged ties to the Sinaloa cartel at our southern border. Does that have anything to do with insiders in our government lobbying, lobbying for the same Albanian prime minister you're doing nothing about? Because there's a connection here to your son, Hunter Biden. Does anybody, anybody, anybody ask any questions about that? Too uncomfortable for you? Now, because this story exploded. And the connection, I believe, to Hunter Biden is about to explode. The media needed a distraction. And here it is, fellas. Unfortunately, it broke after we got off the podcast yesterday. Look at this. Fox News, Kelly Lico. Former Vice President Mike Pence discovered classified documents in his Indiana home. What are the chances of that? Yesterday. Look at the date. January 24, 2023. Right as the Biden classified document scandal explodes as if on cue. Mike Pence discovers stuff in his home. So strange. Yeah. It's almost as if that thing was blowing up and they were like, where can we go to get a story about Republicans? Let's try Mike Pence. They desperately need a distraction right now, ladies and gentlemen. The reason the White House and Corrine Jean-Pierre are freaking out about this story. And again, it's not because they believe the Department of Justice is going to do a freaking thing. Merrick Garland is the most corrupt 
human being to ever occupy the attorney general's office running the DOJ, it's because it's not because Biden's afraid of the legal consequences. Forget this stuff. Like countdowns is, oh, here it comes. It's coming. It's coming. No, it's not coming. Nothing's happening to them. You know what's happening? Biden's worried about political damage. That's it. He wants to run again and he wants to be able to use the classified documents thing against Trump and he can't. That's why it's our job to get the information out there. If we're not going to see any legal action, then you're damn right. I'm going to make, make sure there's a political penalty. So what are they hiding? What is Biden so worried about? Biden's not just worried about not being able to hit Trump. He's worried about being exposed as a foreign agent, as I've now said for two weeks straight, which is probably driving you all nuts. But again, it is the most important story of our time. There's a Hunter connection to all of this, Biden being a foreign agent in this FBI scandal. I just want to bring this up again from yesterday. Count uh, or, or charge number eight in the indictment, the charging documents against McGonagall. You can see it right here. This was the D.C. case. Apparently there are two cases, D.C. and New York. Apparently one of the people he was dealing with, this guy McGonagall, was person B. This person B was an a informal advisor, the prime minister of Albania we've been talking about. This person A and person B he was dealing with were business associates. So McGonagall is alleged to be working with the Prime Minister of Albania to advance their narratives here, getting paid off for it, according to the indictment. And this person B is involved in this whole thing. The question a lot of people have been asking is, who the hell is this person B? Well, again, hat tip some of my Twitter sleuth friends, including McIntyre and others, and, a, uh, and the Biden laptop emails account. They found this Business Insider piece. This Business Insider piece is from a bit ago, but it may give us some keen insight into who Person B is. It's from September of 2022. Be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. Exclusive, former top FBI official involved in Trump-Russia investigation under scrutiny by federal prosecutors for his own ties to Russia. This is from September of 2022. Proving my point again, that somebody probably flipped on Joe Biden and told prosecutors where those documents were. That's why they found them. But if you go down in the piece, you'll see something really interesting that may, may help us identify who person B is. There's a subpoena that went out in this case, the McGonagall case. Someone sent a copy of the subpoena to Business Insider. And you'll note down at the end, under bullet point there, L, it has A through M under L. It says that they're looking for payments or gifts provided to McGonagall by Agroneza and Dorian Ducca. You see the name right there. Follow me for a second. I want you to see how this thing may have, these are not dispositive components, but may have a significant connection to Hunter Biden. It showed you yesterday how Hunter Biden's kids, according to these emails, uh, are on the same uh, the same sports team or whatever as McGonagall's kids. They practice that they're on the same email chain. So they probably run into each other. But here's another interesting thing. So this person B, the FBI is working with, is that person, this Dorian Ducker right here, who's on the subpoena? Because here's where the story gets even crazier. If you go through Biden's laptop, one of the things they found on the Biden laptop was a follow request on Twitter from one Dorian Ducker. I don't like to get ahead of myself. Skis are here. Let's stay within them. But, you know, folks, I was a criminal investigator. And anyone who tells you circumstantial evidence doesn't matter is an idiot. You know, 80 to 90% of cases out there are made based on circumstantial evidence where you dictate to the, uh, a, a, a jury what the circumstances were, and they say beyond a reasonable doubt that due to those circumstances, that person did it. Where are cases where that doesn't happen? You have video and you have a confession. You don't need circumstantial evidence. However, the fact that Hunter Biden likely knew this McGonagall family, the fact that this Dorian Ducca, who's probably person B, could be person B, is dealing with this guy, McGonagall, according to the indictment, and then this DACA is follow requesting and looking to get a hold of somehow a Hunter Biden sounds awfully interesting to me and makes me believe that Hunter, Hunter may have been working. He may have been working, working people in the FBI. 
He may have been working people in the FBI for both influence and for information. Now, where does this get even hairier for Hunter Biden? McGonagall's choice of a lawyer here is just fascinating, which says to me that Hunter Biden may be in a lot of trouble. Stay tuned. Let me get to my next sponsor, but please don't go anywhere. I promise you. I say hairy, this thing's getting hairier, like hair transplants. That's how much hair's grown. Folks, Magic Spoon, need a little, uh, need a little love, need a little love in the ball. Get some Magic Spoon. Damn, that's a rickety, raggedy old box. Yeah, I use it for a reason. Because when Magic Spoon sends uh, the stuff to my house, this is blueberry, my kids tear it open and eat it in like a day and there's none left. You think, ah, cereals are for grownups, they need a little magic, you know? Well, they have it now. Try Magic Spoon. The wholesome cereal tastes delicious. Magic Spoon has replicated those awesome favorite childhood cereals that tasted so good. But here's the thing. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Magic Spoon is great for a low-carb lifestyle. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and a soy-free way to relieve, to relive those moments from your childhood, watching cartoons, eating delicious cereal. Plus, it's only 140 calories a serving. I like it. I throw a little extra cinnamon in there and a little extra milk, and I just sit there and eat it up because it's good. Here are the flavors. Your mouth's going to water. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, which is outstanding, honey nut, cookies and cream, which Amelia loves, and cinnamon roll. Sound good? Try them out. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and grab a custom bundle of cereal. You will not regret it. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Listen, Magic Spoon is so delicious, this stuff. They're so confident, their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, no sweat. They'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's how good it is. Get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon. I love the cereal. It's delicious. So this Hunter Biden, you know, their families probably know each other, McGonagall and Hunter. It's been suspected for a while by a number of people out there that Hunter Biden was working multiple means of the United States government, diplomatic routes and potentially law enforcement routes to get information to be able to sell that information to foreign governments as, a, as kind of an access point. Was he working people in the FBI too? And was McGonagall one of them? Folks, it explains a couple of things here. A couple of oddities noticed by Twitter sleuths, uh, including Margot Cleveland and others. Margot noted something very interesting about the, uh, the choice of lawyer by McGonagall. Joe, you know who he picked? <laughs> the FBI guy picked as a lawyer a close associate of John Durham involved in the Durham probe yeah. of the whole like Russia or collusion thing. Now, let me tell you something. You think that's by accident or do you think he wants to cooperate in the up to up to this point failed Durham probe? No questions done. Almost nothing significant here. But if you were looking to cooperate, and dish on Hunter Biden elsewhere. Who better to pick than a guy who's very close with the probe investigating all this stuff? Right. Not by accident, folks. I don't believe in dinks anymore. Here's another one. If, in fact, Hunter may have been working with some people in the FBI. It's an if. Get ahead of your skis on this. It's always a big mistake. But if. It explains, outside of the pure politics of it, the FBI's eagerness to make the Hunter Biden laptop case disappear and be gone. Explains everything. Now, Miranda Devine, who wrote the outstanding book Laptop from Hell, which, again, disclosure, I buy it apart in publishing there. Miranda has exposed the Hunter Biden laptop from the start and knows pretty much everything at this point. She probably knows more about what's in it than Hunter. Miranda covered it in the book. Miranda was on, on Fox last night. I'm just going to play the intro. It's Tucker's portion. She was on Tucker's show, but I'll, get, I'll show you her article in a minute because Tucker sums it up and uh, just in the interest of time. There's a very interesting email on the laptop, which again leads me to believe that Hunter is trafficking in information. Hunter's trafficking in information, getting money 
from foreign governments for said information and for his contacts. And then somehow that money is making its way back to Joe Biden, who may be the source of the information he's trafficking for the money. Joe Biden, the foreign agent. Here's Tucker explaining that they found an email on this laptop that is very suspicious. It's an email Hunter Biden wrote to his business partner, Devin Archer. It's about Ukraine, where Hunter Biden was collecting $80,000 a month from a natural gas company. The email stands out for a number of reasons. It was written in April of 2014, right before Joe Biden was about to visit Ukraine. It's almost as if somebody briefed Hunter Biden about all this information about Ukraine so that he would look like a real player right before his dad wound up on the ground over there. So strange. Here, listen to Tucker sum it up. Check this out. Thankfully, Miranda Devine of the New York Post may have brought us a little closer to the answer. So she analyzed the documents that we do have, the ones found on Hunter Biden's famous laptop. And on that laptop, she found a remarkable email, an email the Justice Department has never shown to the public, despite the fact its agents have had it for years. And the document that Miranda Devine found indicates that Hunter Biden had classified information in his possession. Almost certainly that came from his father, then the vice president, and that he used that information to make piles of money for the Biden family while working at a fake job in Ukraine. That's what it shows. So if there's an actual scandal at the core of this classified document story, here it is. Kind of sums up the whole thing, doesn't it? Now, do you see why last week when we were getting some wind from sources about exactly what Tucker's talking about last night? I asked the question, is Joe Biden a foreign agent? Again, I don't mean 007. I'm not talking about Daniel Craig wearing an Omega and a, and a tuxedo asking for a martini shake and not stirred. Joe Biden's too dumb to do that. I'm talking about agent in the economic term. That he is acting on behalf as an agent of someone else, which is foreign governments. Is he using classified information, giving it to his son? To give to other countries, which then pay him for the information that then get money back to Joe Biden as Joe Biden makes decisions on those same foreign countries as vice president, senator, and now president. You have got to read this article by Miranda Devine. It's in the newsletter today. Again, it's Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free to subscribe. Won't spam your inbox. I say it often. I hate that myself. The article is called There's No Hiding Biden's Fright over classified document scandal, Miranda Devine. She talks about exactly this email, how it was written on April of 2014 from Hunter to Archer. She notes also in the piece that it's odd that this flurry of documents that Biden seems to have taken, keep this up for a second, um, that they span the period of 2013 to 2016, which Joe, again, weird, is the same period where Hunter's working overtime frantically to get these business deals with foreign countries. So Biden's got documents from a time period, classified information about foreign countries, while Hunter's trying to work with foreign countries to get contracts and money. She notes that this email was uncharacteristically lengthy. It had 22 points about Ukraine's political situation with detailed information about elections, Russia, the Donetsk, and everything else. Now, I've had a few people look at it, and some of them say, eh, you know what, Dan, it doesn't look like there's a lot that's classified, maybe sensitive information. Fair enough. I don't get ahead of my skis on anything. The only question I want to know, which Miranda Devine brought up yesterday on Tucker and is a good one, is did that information, sensitive, classified, or otherwise, come from Joe Biden and Joe Biden in the course of his professional duties at some point that he gave to his son to sell to Ukrainians? Or to sell his image to Ukrainians. Oh, look at me. Look what I know. I've got contacts. Now, there's an easy way to figure this out. What is it, guys? Well, there's a special counsel assigned to this case, Robert Hur, to look at the classified documents Biden illegally possessed. Pretty simple way, right? Look at the documents Biden had in his possession, which you have now. Yeah. They look like the email Hunter said. Because if they do... We got a problem. All right. I'm going to show you uh, another email, another uh, piece of uh, video yesterday, because now there's some serious questions starting to 
emerge about what Biden was doing in his decades in the U.S. Senate. Was Joe Biden spending decades in the U.S. Senate as a foreign agent selling out through his family members, the United States? There's a lot of questions starting to emerge right now that the Biden administration really wants to make go away about his time in the Senate, his time at the University of Delaware. Watch Corrine Jean-Pierre again, her uncomfortable response. I'll get to that in a second. Stay tuned. Our next sponsor are friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. This is uh, one of the best products out there. I use it for a long time. It's called Field of Greens. You want to drop those leftover pandemic pounds, but how sick are you all the ads for weight loss pills and fad diets? Been there, done that. They don't work. You know what works? Eating five healthy servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sometimes that's hard to do. Uh, you know, you got to go shop for them, cook them, prepare them. Well, this is my insurance policy, Field of Greens. This is Wild Berry. It's absolutely delicious. Field of Greens is a science-backed formula of specific, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables you're not going to find in any other product. I take it twice a day. Proper nutrition can reboot your metabolism so you burn calories faster and lose weight in a healthier way. Field of Greens is the only brand backed by a better health promise. Yes, with good nutrition, you're going to feel happier and healthier, but the greater proof comes with your next checkup with your doctor where they say, look, check it out. I happens to me with my blood work all the time. And I'm 48, recovering from a pretty nasty uh, bout with this, the cancer crap. I take this stuff twice a day, I swear by it. Okay, let's get started today with 15% off your first order. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. I put it in green tea, water, sometimes some orange juice, sometimes a protein shake. It is that good. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. Use promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. He likes the lemon lime. Wildberry's delicious. I like the original too. Check it out. You won't regret it. Give us your feedback. You're going to like it. So, as I was saying, the scandal's now exploding and people are starting to ask questions, not just about Biden's time as president, not just about Biden's time post-vice uh, presidential period where Donald Trump was a president for four years. They're asking questions now about his time as vice president, his time in the Senate. And I believe this is what you know the Biden team is desperate to make go away. Biden may have been a foreign agent, not just that for like two or three year period here, that, that 2013 to 2016 period, but Biden may have been a foreign agent for a whole lot longer. I want you to listen to how uncomfortable, again, Karine Jean-Pierre, typical, oh, I'm going to be prudent, I'm not going to answer any of these questions, how uncomfortable she is. When this question pops up about his time at the University of Delaware and his time in the Senate, this is glorious. Check this out. Regarding a uh, comment from Senator Ted Cruz, uh, he's calling for a search of President Biden's Senate records at the University of Delaware for potentially classified information. Uh, those records reportedly include about 1,850 boxes of documents as well as 415 gigabytes of electronic files. Uh, does President Biden have any objection to such a search? Uh, when it comes to uh, the documents and this ongoing legal matter, I refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. Of course she does, which is really weird because they're asking questions about his time at the Senate, not his time as vice president or his time in the White House. So what would the White House Counsel have uh, anything uh, to do with oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, notice she doesn't refer him to the personal attorney. She doesn't do that, which she should have if she was going to make a referral. She refers him to the White House Counsel. This guy is in a world of trouble. It says to me that this was a continuous scam going on for a long time. And this White House is in deep cover-up mode, folks. All right. There's a lot more to get to. Yesterday, we covered uh, uh, pretty much a story the, for the entire show. The show did really well. I appreciate you spreading it around. Again, I see the feedback. It's a, uh, you know, We have a business component here. And we try to keep our marketing costs low. So we search for the show and see where it's spreading and where we can kind of you know, leverage marketing opportunities to make sure the show gets out there and the message. And I saw it yesterday. I was overwhelmed everywhere. Facebook, TikTok, social media, people were spreading around clips on Instagram because it's an important story, but there is other things going on. So I wake up this morning, a bit of a rough morning. I got up super early this morning. So been a, uh, it's something going, I don't know. It's a, it's a long story. I don't waste your time, but I've been getting up really early, earlier than I intend. It's not some like tough guy thing. It's just I fall asleep early. I've been getting good sleep, seven hours or so. So I wake up this morning at 3.37 or something like that. I'm like, holy moly. That's like Joe Armacost time when he was doing the morning Ooh. show. But I can't go back to sleep. So, of course, I get up and I'm, I'm getting to work. And I go out to the coffee machine and the darn coffee machine doesn't work. The coffee machine is like, it's just that. So I'm going back to my old coffee machine, which was just a metal pot with water and a couple of scoops because it makes the best coffee ever. And that's what I grew up on. I don't care. 
We have this expensive coffee machine. We just got nothing. And it doesn't even make coffee. So I was ready to throw it out the window. But this morning, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know how this came up. Somebody, I must have been scrolling through social media and some wrestling clip. Oh, was uh, who is that guy? The 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 guy, uh, the was it Rick Rude or something? The ravishing Rick Rude. Someone sends me this clip and I'm thinking wrestling. Uh, so I used to watch it growing up. And they, uh, you know, how fake it was and how we fell for it. And I'm like, holy Moses, like this is the show. And the crazy thing is I'd already put together the show and didn't even get the connection. They call it this kayfabe. Kayfabe and wrestling, I think I'm pronouncing it right, where, you know, wrestlers pretend they're fighting and you pretend you believe them. Kind of like suspension of disbelief in a movie theater. You pretend Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible is actually a spy shooting up all the bad guys. And, you know, we pretend, uh, he pretends to do it and we pretend to believe him. And we enjoy it. No one goes in, ah, this is all fake. No one gets up in a movie theater, right, guys? He goes, fellas, this is all fake. No. Everybody knows it's fake. Everybody in a wrestling match knows it's fake, too, right? It's called kayfabe. And I thought to myself, that's the Democrats, isn't it? Like, it's all fake, and we all pretend to believe it. It's all fake. That's the, like, that's the thing about this show. Like, we don't pretend to believe it. You can, but I'm not going to do it. Again, the irony being, I'd already put the show together, and I thought there's already a theme to this. I didn't even know it. Here's what I mean. I was reading the Wall Street Journal yesterday. And Jason Riley has a cool piece up about Byron Donalds, an excellent conservative congressman from Florida District 19. He went on Joy Reid's show. We played the cut last week. And he just destroyed her on Social Security because Joy Reid is an imbecile. Is she the gold medal winner still, guys? She is. Yeah. Gold medal in the dopey yeah, media talking head Olympics. I haven't front. Yep. She is. Okay, good. <laughs> I haven't... <laughs> By the way, Kyle Serafin, the FBI guy, listened to the show. He thought you were very funny yesterday, Joe. I just wanted to pass okay. that on. So I don't cool. know if you had an extra degree of humor, but he made sure to send me that. But yes, she <laughs> is out in front. I was unaware. I haven't keep, been keeping track for a while. She is the gold medal winner in the dopey media talking head Olympics. Joy Reid is legitimately an idiot like David Korn. <laughs> now, she's also a liar and a liberal idiot, but she is really dumb. Ask anyone who works on her show with a couple of beers in them, they'll tell you. She doesn't know anything. So Byron Donalds went on the show and made the point, listen, Social Security is going bankrupt. And Joy Reid, I'll play the video for you in a second. You know, you know what? Let's just play it now. Joy cannot accept the fact that, matter of fact, Joy's counter argument is just to like put her fingers in her ears and pretend she, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, let's check this out. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. That, that is actually, actually not true. No, it's say. actually not now, Joy, true. It's actually not true. Professional. It's actually not, it, but it's actually not true. Financial community. I That's actually not true. Social That's actually Security not true. will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not prepare for that? Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Now, why do liberals believe the wrestling is real when it's not. Why do they fall for the kayfabe? Well, the answer is they don't. They just lie to you. A lot of these liberals actually know they're lying and they know the whole thing's a lie, but they just pretend. Social security is one of them. As Jason Riley wrote in his piece, except it is true. A congressional research service, by the way, no bastion of conservative values, by the way, Report from last year projected that the combined Social Security funds will become depleted by 2035, which is exactly what Donald said. A separate CBO assessment, the CBO, fellas, again, not some right-wing Breitbart conservative view blaze outfit. Their warning was even more dire. Their projections say that revenues are going to exceed expenses in the program. And it's going to, the program's trust funds will be exhausted. By 2033, two years earlier. So not only was Byron Donalds right, he was actually giving him two years of the kind of the benefit of the doubt. You know, you could just look again at the Social Security trustees who are nonpartisan, who released their annual reports, Joy, and read it, but she's an idiot. And it says right there that the trust fund will be depleted, as you just saw on the screen, by 2034. So average it out. Byron Donalds was absolutely right. Folks, the biggest threat to our country, and I brought this up because I discussed the other story first about David Korn and the media working as tools of foreign governments that are trying to influence our politics by bribing U.S. officials and using idiots like David Korn and the media. Because the biggest threat to our country right now is the kayfabe media. 
They pretend to tell you the truth and you pretend to believe them. Here's the problem, folks, with Social Security. And I could spend time on this all day, but I'm going to kind of wrap it up here on Social, Social Security. European countries right now are going through an upheaval over their retirement systems because they're going broke. Look at what's going on in France. Look at what's going on in Germany. They don't have the money anymore for these government retirement systems like Social Security. They don't have the money. I'm telling you we can fix the problem. We can fix the problem with some very basic things, raising the retirement age, figuring out ways to give people more custody over their own accounts. But everybody keeps listening to the kayfabe Joy Reads out there and the David Corns of the world. And what's going to happen? You're going to wake up one day like the Europeans are, figuring out that the money you thought you'd planned your life around just isn't there. You don't have to listen to me, but you do have to listen to math. I got another one coming up in a second here. I love that we pretend to believe liberals when they tell you how much they love their policies. While they while they pretend they're telling you the truth. Let me get to my, my last sponsor first. I always appreciate your patience. Sponsors like to talk to you. GetRefunds.com. You own a business? It's been a bumpy ride from the pandemic to inflation. You could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Listen, it's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business to refund money? At GetRefunds.com. Go there. Their team of tax attorneys, they put together, they're highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses. They can help you too. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those who had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. A payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. Here's another one, kayfabe, wrestling. Here we go. Liberals pretend they love liberalism, and other liberals pretend they believe them, which is interesting because they are fleeing uh, blue states for red states in droves. Matter of fact, they do share something in common in Hollywood, the movie Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., the Kurt Russell movies, uh, you know, we suspended disbelief. But little did we know they were onto something that they may have been, in fact, autobiographies. Wait, wait, hold on. This is Washington Post headline. Opinion. Americans fled cities during the pandemic. They went to red states. So again, we pretend to believe liberals how much they love liberalism while liberals evacuate those states. I bring it up because it was a news peg. Today that I found interesting. I wanted to cover it yesterday, but I got really into that story about the uh, McGonagall guy, the FBI agent. The problem's gotten so bad amongst kayfabe liberals who tell you how much they love liberalism, except they can't escape it fast enough, that California Democrats are actually looking at taxing people who try to leave the state, which is weird. Because if your policies are so popular, you wouldn't have people leaving and you wouldn't need to tax them to move out to make up for the money you lost because people are moving out because you did liberal stuff that they didn't like. You got to read this Fox News piece. California Democrats consider a wealth tax, including for people who moved out of the state. Can you imagine a more tyrannical policy than implementing confiscatory taxes to steal people's money? These sleazeball Democrats who want nothing more than to suck their vampire-like fangs on your hard work to steal your money. You try to escape them, and then they follow you out of, follow you out of state with a wealth tax. Notice, I did not say an income tax. I said a wealth tax. What does that mean? Let's say Joe has a stock portfolio. Let's use round numbers, $50,000. Yes. Joe hasn't sold those stocks. Joe bought them when he was 20, bought them for five. They've, uh, they've, uh, they've gone up. Joe hasn't sold those yet. He bought them with money. He was already taxed with his income that had already been taxed. California wants to tax you on that $50,000, even though you haven't sold it. You don't have it. It's still in the stock. They haven't materialized. They haven't been realized gains. And then when you hear about it, you try to leave. They follow you to another state to get that money from you, even though you haven't sold the stock. Well, Dan, 
They want to tax me on 50,000. What if the stock market crashes and it goes down to 25? Oh, no, no, no refunds. You pay taxes on the 50. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. They pretend liberalism is this benevolent social policy. It's going to help everyone. Everyone tries to escape. And we all pretend we believe them. Here's another one I saw yesterday. Karine Jean-Pierre. This is hilarious. So the GOP House finally did something good. The GOP House put Biden in a real spot. Biden does kayfabe all the time. He lies and liberals pretend they believe him. One of them is Biden keeps telling people he's this big pro-energy guy. He's doing everything to get gas prices down. They're doing everything to maximize production, which is hilarious considering Biden's doing everything to stop production, canceling leases, oil leases. We'll get to that in a second. So the House, they did something really smart, the GOP House. They said, I'll tell you what. Since you guys keep insisting that you're looking to increase oil production, lower gas prices, what we're going to do is we're going to put this bill on your desk that says no more releases from our strategic oil reserve. But you can do it if you're increasing domestic production, which should have been a ground ball for the White House, Joe, because if they're increasing production like they said, then there's no penalty to the bill at all. Right. But that's not what happened. Corrine Jean-Pierre, through magic thinking and kayfabe, She's down from the top ropes with like an ultimate warrior type body slam or whatever. She somehow magically in the kayfabe moment says that this bill means Republicans want to raise your gas prices. And liberals are like, <laughs> yeah, man, if this doesn't make sense to you, that means you're smart. If it makes sense to you, you're probably a liberal idiot. Take a look. Now, House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices, just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. What's even more alarming is that this isn't this is only this is not the only attempt by House Republicans majority to raise costs on middle middle class families. House Republicans are also pushing a tax increase on middle class families and inflation worse tax cut for the rich. I love the, do you guys catch the end part of that before waving it back <laughs> to the gas thing? Did you catch that? She says two completely contradictory yeah. things in the same sentence. The Republicans are pushing for a massive tax increase. And then, by the way, they're pushing for a tax cut. House Republicans are also pushing a tax increase, an inflation worsening tax cut. Well, you, you, you can listen again, folks. If, if Corrine Jean-Pierre is by far and I think this is a compliment at this point. The dumbest person to ever, to ever occupy this position of White House press secretary. She has no ability whatsoever to think on her feet. Zero. But that thing in the beginning is hilarious because here's what the bill actually says. The Wall Street Journal covers it. A smart house GOP oil and gas pipe. They teed up a bill that says, listen, you can't tap our emergency oil supplies unless the White House develops a plan to increase oil and gas leasing commensurately. If the White House wants to draw down our emergency reserve by 5%, it has to lay out a plan to increase the share of federal land lease for oil and gas by 5%, which should be a ground ball. The White House already told you they're doing their best, right, to increase production. The answer is they're not. Here's what the White House is really up to, as you can see from this report here, U.S. News. They're canceling oil and gas leases, which, again, you can see has been covered. Oh, sorry, AP, Matthew Daly, which is a left-leaning outlet. Biden cancels offshore oil leases in Gulf Coast and Alaska. They're just lying to you. You don't have to pretend to believe them. They're totally full of crap. Here's one more I wanted to get to, and I just want to get to a quick George Soros connection. My buddy Matt Palumbo, the editor of Bongino Report, has been lighting it up front page of the New York Post about his Soros thing. He'll be on my radio show later, too. Nowhere is the kayfabe worse than on guns. Here is another dunce, Robert Reich, who just astoundingly has a massive Facebook following because, again, he pretends he's wrestling and you pretend you believe him. Here he is on Twitter in one of his liberal tweets that won nuclear, talking about gun, uh, gun deaths. Australia took action on guns after a mass shooting, and gun deaths fell by over 50%. They did? Interesting, because they have more guns now in Australia uh, than they did before, as you can see from this Australia Institute report. So is Robert Reich making the point that more guns equals less gun deaths? Because that's what the actual numbers say. Now, your idiot leftist friends will say, no, 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 Dan. You may be right that there's more guns. No, I am right. I'm just citing the research. But fewer people own guns. Just gun owners bought more. Oh, oh, so you're telling me the people who are really interested in guns have more guns and the people who aren't don't. 
And that backs up your point that gun violence means is, is somehow attributed to more gun. That you may understand you're making the reverse point. These people are so stupid. They are so dumb. Kayfabe all the time. Check this out before we run today. Article in the New York Post by the great Matt Palumbo. He is the author of a book. Again, I, my, I published with my published company called The Man Behind the Curtain. It is a, just a massive takedown of George Soros and everything he's up to. Matt has a piece in the New York Post today, be in the newsletter, about this. I, and folks, I got to tell you, I read the book and I didn't remember a lot of this. You know, you read a book, you take away 10, 20 nuggets out of the thousand in there. I had totally forgotten how knee-deep, neck-deep, ear-deep George Soros is in with the media. He lists out all of these media organizations, CBS, CNN, NBC's chairman, how they're on the boards of all of these institutes and these organizations where Soros money is flowing in. Folks, he is, I'm telling you, this guy is knee-deep in all of this stuff. The Soros Connections in my book, Follow the Money in Ukraine. The book was 900 yesterday on uh, one, all those rankings. It's insane considering how many books are out there. And it was published a few, uh, uh, a few years ago. This guy is neck deep in all of this stuff. He is spreading his influence everywhere, especially into media. You can see in this article, NPR, PolitiFact, all of it. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please, if you missed yesterday's show too, go back and check it out. In conjunction with the first 20 minutes of today's show, it puts together a conclusive case that the media, the swamp, the Biden family, and the FBI have all been colluding to act as foreign agents to sell you out and sell the country out. Hey, thanks again for subscribing to the show. Again, we were number four yesterday on the podcast rankings. Those are due to subscriptions and follows. They were absolutely free. We uh, so very deeply appreciate you doing that. If you wouldn't mind giving us a follow, it is free on Apple Spotify, just click that follow or subscribe button. And on Rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino, it means the world to us, helps us uh, control marketing costs and everything else. Uh, you're part of this with us and we do it for you. We appreciate the favor. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.